Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and today's guest is Anna Kowalska. And she is going to talk to us about how we shift out of the current uncertainty into purposefulness, even if you don't really know what your purpose is yet. Anna guides soul-centered and multi-passionate women through the discovery of their unique soul purpose and gifts so that they have success in life and business. And as a sole purpose catalyst, a transformation mentor, hand analyst, Anna guides her clients out of burnout, and there must be more to life than this, restlessness and a feeling of I'm meant for more than this, as well as feelings of emptiness into fulfillment, satisfaction, and living their fullest potential on purpose and prosperously. Welcome, Anna. I'm so pleased to have you here with us today. Oh, thank you, Zofia Renea. This is just such an honor to be here, especially right now. So thank you for having me. Exactly. Well, and I, I love to have you share a little bit of your background because it's mm-hmm. so easy to listen to a biography like that, an introduction like that and go, oh, well, this lady could never relate to my mundane, struggling little life. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about where you came from. Were you always dialed in or did you have a, a moment where your soul had to shake you up and say, Wake up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm going to take you all the way back to my childhood because I think it's really important. And for years, I didn't give credit to where I was brought up. But especially right now where we are in our country and the world, because it, it is the, the global corona time, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's important. So I was born and raised in Poland um, and in a time where there was solidarity and communism. And I'm very familiar, even though I was a child, you know, those first years, seven years of our lives are supposed to share, shape us. Yeah, and, and they do. <laughs> and they do, right. I'm, I'm sure you see it in your work and I see it all the time in my work. And I never gave credit to how I was shaped by the world I was living in, where it was the communist Poland, so the government dictates everything. And I knew the, the world I knew was my parents went to work, and at the end of the day, they got a lot of cash, and taxes were taken out, and there was no freedom to pay how much you, you, you think you owe, right? Right. <laughs> there was no creative accounting. <laughs> no, there was no creative accounting whatsoever. And in, in very early on, I learned that, you know, government can just, can just change things on a dime. So I was a little bit over seven years old when we had a state of war. That means martial law. And um, my grandma was very sick and we tried to go see her and soldiers with, with machine guns stopped us from going and they said, no, nope, it's martial law. It's 8 p.m. You got to turn around. And, you know, for a kid to see that, um, I didn't give a credit to how traumatic it was that, you know, that's, that's the reality that, that, that I'm living in. So that was one aspect of it, right? Living right. in this kind of authority, um, authority-driven culture. And, of course, there was, there was suppression and there was, you know, 
be a certain way so you can so you can live and I was born only 20 less than 30 years after World War II so there was still so much in 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 Europe so much of that culture of like Mm -hmm. um you know the the of the war and suppression. Yeah. And there's, there's not quite enough and everything is rationed out to you. And yeah. Yeah. So there was time in a, and again, I was a kid, but I remember very clearly there was time when we had our, our government printed extra money. So we had all this money so we could now circulate back in the economy. But guess what happened, which is what our government just did, right? Printed all this stuff, right? And not not to scare people, right? What's going to happen is going to happen. But all of a sudden, there was all this money and there was no import-export. Guess what's going on right now? There is no import-export, right? Export, yeah. All of a sudden, you have people with lots of money and nothing to buy. So the shelves were empty because Mm -hmm. people went into panic buying very quickly because now they had all this money. So all of a sudden, the government says, well, overnight... They devalued money overnight. So I remember when you had, literally, you could buy a car with the money you had in a bank account. You woke up the next morning, you had enough to buy a bicycle tire. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, icky, icky, icky. Yes, yes. yes. So I I grew up in that, you know, and then government giving us little coupons. So I don't know if you know, but I just learned that in China, they were rationed where they could only go to the grocery store every other week or something like that mm-hmm. when the coronavirus was happening. And in Poland, my version of that was you literally had little coupons and not like coupons where you save money. You get a coupon of um, a kilogram of sugar per family, yeah. um, right? Or, and people started to get creative. Yes, you, you get a coupon for six yes. rolls of toilet paper. That's exactly. it. Yes. yes. So now I, I grew up with people getting super creative. And, and how can we stretch that? You have weddings, you have christenings, you have occasions. And, you know, Poland, we, I grew up with people who like to drink vodka. But <laughs> you can only get one bottle per month per household, which is nothing for a celebration. So people got creative in like who they invited. And I think that it's super important to bring it up because of where we are right now. I never gave credit to A, the resilience of human spirit. I grew up with a lot of examples of that. And B, how important it is, a community, and how important it is to stay creative and find your way through it. Mm, And to find your way through it with everybody else. yes, Yes. So important. And when I was 16, I came to America. And I learned that there was a different way to be. And I started to learn the American way. Mm. So I learned abundance very quickly. I worked and I became a millionaire. And then I didn't know how to be with that. So all of that poofed. Yes. Now, of course, it happened through situations in life, but it really literally disappeared. And it happened two more times in my life. So there was this conditioning of uh, that I couldn't have it. There was no way I could be with it. So you, I, you, you couldn't keep it. Yeah, I couldn't keep it. It, was, it wasn't safe for me to keep it. So literally, it wasn't safe for me to have it. My ancestors didn't have a lot of it. I had a lot of stories around people like us don't really have a lot of money. Um, so yeah, it, I, learned very, I learned through experience um, with money the role that money plays in our lives and how to be resilient and how to, I, I, I am very open about this. I know what it's like to claim bankruptcy and be shamed about that. I think it's, a lot of that is going to be happening shortly because mm-hmm. of the economy. Um, and I'm very positive about what's going on. I want to share that too. But first, I want to be sober about it. There'll be a lot of people who are going through loss. And I went through that shame of going from attorney to attorney telling, telling me how terrible I was for making choices I've made. Oh, my goodness. I 
hate people who are judgmental that way. Yeah. I've been through bankruptcy also myself. I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah. I was blessed with the bankruptcy attorney that I connected with because he didn't do any of that shit. He's like, you ended up here how you ended up here. None of that matters. Let's sort it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it took me, I think, it was more than 10 attorneys that I've gone to and I, and I was very, I already knew enough about human spirit, about soul, about who we are mm-hmm. at the soul level that I knew that the way I was being treated was not okay. Yes. Me, right. was not okay for me and my higher self. So without any explanation, I would just be like, okay, thank you. And I would leave their offices and I brought a friend of mine once, a man, because, you know, I'm a woman. I'm like, okay, maybe they're treating me a certain way because I'm a woman. Yeah, well, then it happens. I mean, that's yes. a realistic thing to examine. Yes, yes. And my, I remember my friend saying, why would you put yourself through this? Just say yes and go through the process. I'm like, it's not the right person to lead me through it. And so, so I'm sharing all of this because you asked me about my background. No, I, I, I did not. I am what I'm about to share, right, about soul purpose and going from uncertainty to being purpose-driven really has come through my own learning. And there were layers. I mean, every story has so many layers, right? So there were layers and layers of lessons um, that I had to learn that I, I'm sure I will continue learning throughout my life. But what, it was... What, what yeah. were some of those lessons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got it. Perfect. So some of the lessons were trying to force being somebody I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Some of the lessons were about authority that authority, the external authority versus the authority that I carry inside of me. Like waiting for permission. I see that with people. They're waiting for somebody to say, yes, you may go do yes. whatever it is. Yes, yes. And, and even taking it farther because of, the, of the, where we are right now, the environment. Like I may not have this conversation from this perspective two weeks ago, but our government right now is setting certain laws for us, right? Mm-hmm. And we are being told what to do, what not to do. And I am very much for social, um, for, for social um, distancing. Distancing, yes. quarantine. Yeah. Yes, yes. We really have to be smart. And I am also mindful of there is going to be a time where it might go too far. And, yes. and I'm also mindful of let's stay empowered even when we follow those rules. So let's know the motive beh- behind all this. And let's know when to stop and when to not it would be so easy right now for our psyche, especially if we were conditioned, right? So remember, I grew up in a country where authority was everything. Again, soldiers with machine guns stopping our car to say, you can't go. My grandma is in a hospital. doesn't matter. It's martial law, no exceptions, right? So, and, and a lot of us have that, whether it's women being, growing up in an in a environment where men said what to do, right? Mm-hmm. Or whether you're an immigrant coming to a foreign country and you are, you are, gar- you are being led by a whole, um, whole sorts of laws that other people aren't. There is this external authority that, that we so easily can give our power to. Well, and, and we're raised to give our power to yes. it. That's part of what mm-hmm. schooling is about. Oh it's, my gosh, don't even, yes, don't even take me there. <laughs> it's about teaching you to follow the rules, which is why yes. entrepreneurs so often did poorly in school because they're not rule followers. We, co- we color outside the box all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, yet, you know, it, it, there is this fine line. And right now with this... Um, fear that we are being fed right Mm -hmm. and there is tangible evidence that something is going on people really are getting sick 
um, you know, we are in a, in a pandemic, yet we have to remember who we are outside of this whole virus situation. Mm. We have to remember who we are. The whole name of your show, sovereign, Sovereignty, Sovereign yes. Life. Sovereign self, yes. Sovereign self, never, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never more important than it is right now. Yes. And sovereign self is about connecting into that higher self wisdom mm -hmm. and following that guidance on a day-to-day -day basis, which can be challenging when there's fear going around. And it, this isn't baseless fear. I mean, there's good reason to exercise caution and to be judicious with what you do and very purposeful with the choices that you make and the risks that you choose to take. Uh, but that's different than cowering in the house because you're scared. Yes, yes. I, I've, I'm, I put together a post for Facebook. I haven't got it up there yet, but it, it's for all the um, sofa superheroes. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, this is your one opportunity to save the world by binging on Netflix, right? Oh, I love it. I can't wait to see the post. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, and yes. Yes, because the best thing you can do for this world is to stay healthy. And if you're sick, by God, don't spread it. That's yes. the best thing that you can yes. do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And some of us will, um, will binge watch Netflix and it's the best thing to do. Right. Yeah. 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 In and fact, world health put out a thing recently that said, please play video games. Previously yeah. they, they'd come down really hard on video game addiction and this kind of thing. And it's sort of like Alcoholics Anonymous going, yeah, it's okay to have a drink occasionally. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. To have something in place to, to not pull you in to whatever you were, right? Exactly. If you had yeah. Well, and some of these group video games have very active communities behind them. So if you're feeling isolated while you're sitting on your sofa and trying not to spread things around, that's one way to get community connection. Mm -hmm. And it's an easy, accessible way to get community connection, especially if you haven't gotten used to uh, working in the online world, you don't have like a, a Facebook group that you're really active in or something like that where you can get the social interaction. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And I am a stand for people really using this time, mm -hmm. right? Which is why we're having this conversation. Because Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You can this numb out, which is an option. Yes. If you numb out for a while, it doesn't stop you from doing something else later. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and we do have an opportunity right now where, you know, we, we can use this time and ask ourselves, what is my life for? What am I here for? What have I been stopping myself from my whole entire life that is now gone? Because I, I am one of those people who, who believe that yesterday is not coming back. Yes, I know. And it's, it can be hard to release that, right? Because it's what we're used to as human mm -hmm. beings. We're very comfortable with what we know. Yes. And letting go of what we know for something unknown. Oh, that is hugely challenging, especially mm -hmm. when there's this fear vibe kind of in the air. 
Yes, yes. Well, we want to, well, we want to grab on, onto something we know, which could be, well, as soon as this is over, right, which quarantine was just extended, but as soon as this is over, life goes back to normal and everything will be the way it was. And we have an opportunity to say no because it didn't work. Life did not work the way we had it. Yeah, or, or maybe it wasn't working quite as well as we'd have liked it to, right? <laughs> yeah, you are so gentle. <laughs> Well, you know, I believe in inviting people to possibility instead of shoving yes. them through the door. But Got it. <laughs> we are coming up on our first commercial break here, though. But I have a question for you to answer when we come back, which is, you know, you're, we're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, that you need food and shelter and all this kind of stuff before you start worrying about purpose and what have you. And so my question for you, Anna, that you will answer when we return is, if I don't freaking have toilet paper and salad, what, what, why hire self and hire purpose at this time, Anna? So I will get the answer for that when we return from the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you feeling anxious, afraid, overwhelmed, or even panicky during this difficult time? Well, that's why 30 spiritual guides, teachers, and healers banded together to give you for free our best tips to empower you to thrive during this or any crisis and leave you feeling loved, supported, calm, and in more control of your life. To begin receiving your daily 10-minute videos, just go to 30daythrivalguide.com and enter your email. That's 30daythrivalguide.com. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here with Anna Kowalska. And we have been discussing higher purpose and moving out of uncertainty into higher purpose. And the question that I put to her before the break is, if I, right now, I've lost my job, I don't have toilet paper, I can't get salad from the store, why the heck do I care about higher purpose right now in this moment when I have so many survival needs that I'm looking at right now? Mm, Perfect. I love this question. And the answer lies already in your question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Those things are the things that, that 
create a survival environment, right? And I think that so much of our existence up until this moment has been based on survival, mm. choosing, making choices. And this is not a blanket statement, but as a society, as a collective, actually global collective, we lived, we have lived mostly from a place of survival. Um, I need my toilet paper. I need my comfort. Um, I will keep this job no matter what. I will stay in this relationship no matter what, because it's my safety. It's my security. This is how I survive. And when these things are starting to fall away, right, we, we don't have the toilet paper. Maybe your job went away, right? Mm-hmm. We we now have this unprecedented opportunity to connect to something that's always been there waiting for us, which is our higher self, our sole purpose, the part of us that was alive way before our physical self was even in existence. So in my, in my work, I look at soul purpose as the thing that our soul came into this physical body to embody through this body. right and it's not concerned about toilet paper or the salad right it is really mostly concerned about will you as the human being fulfill the higher purpose you came here for the reason the only reason why you were born you weren't an accident you weren't you're not here because because of some random act really and this gives a lot of people this boost of energy I'm special especially if they didn't have pleasant experiences around how they were birthed if there is no accident to anything being alive in the world that means every single person alive is alive for a reason and if you are right now listening to this if you are breathing and everything in your life has gone away and you're being creative about how you wipe your tush <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the um, the Handheld shower and the the spontaneous day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We get to be creative, right? We get to actually ask ourselves that question and go deep, go really, really deep to that part of us that is unmoved by anything, by any external circumstances or conditions. Yes. So go, right? Which is why the sole purpose right now, I literally got chills as I'm sharing this, it's coming through me, sole purpose right now and, and connecting to that certainty of you were born for a reason is where we get to land. Mm, yes, and I, I love this because the truth of the matter is for my own uh, enlightenment, it happened several decades into my life. And I, I often say that I'm the reverse Job. If you know the, the story from the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, Job had all this faith and they started pulling things away from him to see if he would lose it. Mm-hmm. I, I was the reverse. Everything was stripped away from me to see if I could find a purpose, mm-hmm. to see if I could find my faith. And I did. And so I would invite you if you're in the circumstances I described in this question where you're losing everything and you might be looking at bankruptcy, I would invite you to ask, how is this serving me? Mm-hmm. What is left? What is it that I still have that I sh- can be building from? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you asked me about the lessons that I've learned Similar, right? I, I've gone through several times in my life when I was stripped away from everything and I had to go back to, will I keep going? 
what am I going to connect to? And even when I, I swore off religion because I grew up Catholic. I swore off religion early I on in my life. I swore off religion early <laughs> in my life too. I was not Catholic. It was extremely uh, restrictive Lutheranism, but still <laughs> it was religious abuse in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I, I mean, so, so Poland at the time, religion, they actually brought into schools. So, so it was pretty, it was, it was pretty restrictive. And, and uh, to me it was, and I remember just not being okay with, with having to see myself as a, as a sinner and then being forgiven by a dude behind the, you know, when you go to a confession, the, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can't see my face. He knows nothing of me. And I'm going to, as an eight-year-old, make up something wrong about me so he can absolve me of my sins. And I just, there was something so wrong. And I think that even then I knew that there was a connection within us to, to, to source, power, God, whatever you believe. And I've come around, like I read Bible now, right? And I do, my faith is so strong and I pray. Um, I'm not a religious believer, but I'm a believer in higher power. I'm a believer in God as in that, that something that pulsates through us that we get to connect to. Yes. And Right. And have the faith that if I'm still breathing, if I take this, if I take this woman's, <laughs> if I take this woman's um, statement as true, just for a moment, if I was really born for a reason, if there was something that I am here to fulfill, something that I'm here to be, because in hand analysis, we look at being before doing something special. I came here to be that God has created me for in this physical body. And I woke up today, my eyes opened. Um, I took a breath because we, I love this statement. We are only alive from breath to breath. And the next breath is a decision to stay alive. Because yes. if you, right, if you don't take the next breath, you die. So your next breath is your decision to stay alive. And if I'm making that decision, that that means that maybe there is truth to it. I was born for a reason, for something. And what if right now, if never before, I choose to ask this question, listen to the guidance and take a bodacious, bold step forward to whatever it is that's coming through to me. If it's, if it's going beyond fear, Right. Maybe just for now, finding silver lining. What is, yes. like, like you said so beautifully, Zafia and I, Renea, um, what is, what is, what am I learning here? What's a gift in this? If you can bring yourself to asking what's a gift in this, that's a beautiful place to be. Yes. Yes, it is. Right? I discovered early on the importance of questions and asking the right ones mm -hmm. because we're trained to ask crummy questions. Generally <laughs> speaking, we're okay. trained to ask why me Mm -hmm. Why did this other guy get this and I didn't? <laughs> and, and these kind of questions are not constructive. They don't pull you forward. Mm -mm. Whereas questions like, how does this serve me? Where is the opportunity here? Mm -hmm. That actually pulls you forward. Mm -hmm. And initially, when you look at it, it's like, it's all shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but if you sit with it for a while and you kind of poke through it, there's, there's a diamond in there. Mm-hmm. There's a silver lining in that cloud. Every single one of them has it. You just have to look. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm so in agreement with you. I can actually guarantee it based on my own experience. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the bigger pile of shit it is, the better the thing hidden in it is. Yeah, the bigger the diamond you can fit in it, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly so. Yeah. And I, I, love, I love that you brought up bodacious, actually, mm -hmm. um, because the root of that word comes from bodaki, bod I forget how to pronounce her name. <laughs> She's a, a Celtic 
Warrior Queen. Okay. Okay. Bodhichia. Bodhichia. Yes. Something yes. I know exactly who's speaking. Yes. Of. Yes. And she, she put up resistance against the Romans when they came in with their patriarchal, we're going to take this land because we like it. Mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is, I think, kind of the root of all of the historic European expansion crap came from yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but she was part of the resistance. And that's where the word bodacious comes from, big and powerful and beautiful yes. and amazing. Yes. Uh, it comes out of that word. And yeah. so I find that when you connect to that higher part of yourself, you do become bodacious. Yes. And you see yourself as somebody who can maybe actually make a difference in your own life and then everybody else around you. I mean, if you, if you can see yourself as bodacious, right? <laughs> Even if for a moment, and I don't know why, but I just see this vision of like, if you're getting the last pack of toilet paper, and not even getting into how this whole thing started because we really don't need toilet paper that badly. But <laughs> <laughs> if, you are, if, you are, if you are buying the last pack of toilet paper and somebody behind you was about to go for it, wow, I just, I'm moved by this. I don't know why I'm seeing this visual. Like, what if you, what if you opened it up and, and you gave it half? Yeah. 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 Right? It's, it's, it's just, that's where we need to go. Yeah, because it's not the last package of toilet paper in the world. Trust me, they're going to produce more. Absolutely. But it might be a minute before you see it again. So splitting it with someone is such a beautiful, beautiful action. Yeah, yes. And I find that when we do see ourselves as, as born for a reason, somebody with purpose, higher being in a human body, somebody who can actually make a difference, when you share the toilet paper with somebody else, all of a sudden you do become, your identity shifts. It can happen that quickly. You now know yourself as somebody who's generous, who is a change maker, who is a leader. Mm-hmm. You really can take that on from that small act. All of a sudden, a little spark in your brain gets created, a new neuron of you as a different person, different human being than you ever thought yourself to be. What if you now go home and you get an idea and I'm not against games or binging on Netflix. However, (laughs) what if just because you did that, all of a sudden that gives you a strength, that idea that might've been hiding on the back of your brain that said, oh my gosh, maybe I can help somebody else by creating this solution. And you get online and you create a solution because that's how we do it now, right? And you tell somebody about it and they actually pay you for it. They say, oh my gosh, I need the solution. How can I pay you for it? And they pay you for it. And now you know yourself as somebody who didn't need that job. That's right. Now you are somebody who knows that. I, I literally have chills. I hope somebody is listening to this and actually follows because somebody is needing to hear this. It's for you. And now you know yourself as somebody who can receive money from the gifts you, you were born with, not just because somebody decides to give you a job. Exactly. Well, and you don't always even have to create a solution, right? You just need to provide a service. And it doesn't mean you have to leave your house, although there are plenty of people. And Mm -hmm. thank you, bless you, all of the people out there who are doing delivery right now. Yes. You you are the unsung heroes of this thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily even have to leave your house. Yeah. If you have computer skills, it's completely Mm -hmm. saleable. Yep. There are lots of people out there who are still doing things who need support, mm-hmm. who yeah. need organization and who need an ability to have a partner working with them to get their thing out. Yeah. 
In fact, I've got a client who recently discovered that was her calling, and now she's got more work than she's ever had before in her life. Mm -hmm. In this moment where, you know, there's people losing jobs and all this stuff going, her business is on the upswing. Yes. So take a, get resourceful, Mm -hmm. get resourceful, spend some time with what's, what are you good at? What are you talented at? Mm -hmm. Call a friend, Zoom with a friend and go, what is it that I naturally do? Mm-hmm. That you're so that you're envious of, yeah, one hundred. Other people around us see us so so much more clearly than we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody going, "You have a knack for names. If mm-hmm. if I had your gift for naming things, I would count myself so blessed." And you're like, it, "This is just a thing. They just come. Yeah, that's saleable. There are people yes. who really would like that to happen. Yeah, so." Mm-hmm. Spend some, ask the people around you to stand as mirrors yeah. to discover what these things are. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And remember, we started from the toilet paper. You did something in this, in this visual that I got, right? Mm-hmm. You, you saw yourself as somebody who, is, who can be generous, who is creative, who is resourceful because you weren't, you weren't afraid of parting with this few toilet paper rolls, right? That's what opens us up to the creativity and the possibilities. Yes. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) So exciting. (laughs) So how do we begin to discover our soul purpose? We talked about having people stand as mirrors around us, but what else do you recommend? So, of course, I always go back to hand analysis because that's, to, that's the tool that gave me my freedom and my connection to soul purpose. I wasn't somebody who was born in a conversation of you have a soul purpose. I was born in a conversation of you do something, you go to school, you have a skill or a trade or a degree, you go do a job and, you know, you get paid, right? There and the no- government probably tells you what that's going to be. Yeah, mo- yeah, most of the time, yes, yes. Either absolutely, because schooling is free, so you can get it. But yes, there is testing you take, and they they'll tell you what you're good for. So, and if you don't have proper proper grades, you can't go to certain schools. So, yeah, there there are many there are many pl- things in in a way that will direct you if you don't direct yourself or don't have people around you who will help who will help to direct you. And I was not aware of sole purpose of guidance of any of that. I knew there was something, but I didn't know what to name it. I didn't know how it worked. And I got into spirituality through my body. I wanted to learn. It was definitely a journey, which I know we don't have a full time for, but it was through my body, wanting to learn how to feed my body, wanting to learn how to be healthy in my body. I just knew I wanted it. And I ventured into um, coaching and spirituality and, and yoga and all of a sudden became high priestess and I was opening up to this to this beautiful world that wasn't that wasn't seen it wasn't okay to talk about because there weren't people around me who were okay hearing it mm-hmm. and my I, I felt threatened because remember where I grew up standing outside of standing out you, of the crowd you get your head lopped off <laughs> exactly yes 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 totally and, <laughs> and i i want to hear how you moved out of that upbringing into something new but we are coming up on our next break so if you are at home listening along with this i would invite you to get a pen and paper and to begin being resourceful and if you're in a space of fear or restriction right now Okay, that's all right. I want you to breathe through it. And I want you to start with the real fundamental things that are good in your life and build up from there. So begin with I'm breathing. (laughs) Work up from there and we will see you back here right after the break. So stay tuned. 
Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Are you feeling anxious, afraid, overwhelmed, or even panicky during this difficult time? Well, that's why 30 spiritual guides, teachers, and healers banded together to give you for free our best tips to empower you to thrive during this or any crisis and leave you feeling loved, supported, calm, and in more control of your life. To begin receiving your daily 10-minute videos, just go to 30daythrivalguide.com and enter your email. That's 30daythrivalguide.com. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here with Anna Kowalska. And we have been discussing how you move out of restriction and external guidance, external direction into your sole purpose and being internally guided. So when we went on the break, you were talking about how you were raised and the training that happened with schooling and the direction you were given, how did you begin to open the door and step into your own soul power? Yeah, this is really great. When I started to create everything that the world deemed successful, money, relationship, friendships, um, anything I wanted. Yes, 2.5 kids in a picket fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. When all, of that, when all of that came into my life at, at the very, very top moment one would consider of having all that. I was about to get married in a castle. Oh, wow. Literally the storybook princess wedding. Yeah. I mean, literally, like if you looked at where I was born, where I came from, um, and then all of a sudden I was about to get married in in a castle at 27 and living in a $2 million house and just having a beautiful life. All of a sudden I had a moment where I felt my wings on my back. I didn't know there were wings, but I felt them. I felt a tightening on my back and I felt the robe tightening, holding me hostage, literally. And I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't have that awareness, but I knew it was something that was telling me this is not it. Mm. And it took me just a few months to unravel everything I created because my whole entire life was based on this fairy tale that that I was building, right, with my partner. 
I, I love that you started unraveling it because many people would have gone, no, I don't want to hear it. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was so it was so visceral that even though I didn't have a name for it, I knew that whatever it was, was telling me something. And I left, I left everything. And I said, okay, if not it, then what? I started to drink because all of a sudden my, my friend, my social circles, my work was my, we had a business together, everything. I had to start from scratch Mm. and I started to drink. Very quickly, that didn't work. My body yes. started to tell me, my body started to tell me, this is not the way to go. Mm-hmm. So I stopped drinking. That's when I got into, I have to know, I have to know how to take care of my body. When I stopped to drink, all of a sudden I started to hear a voice and every, I've had many levels of experiences of this, whether it's a voice and knowing, but I knew that, okay, if, if everything that I ever quote unquote wanted made me feel in, imprisoned, then what is the answer? And then I started to drink, right? Because then I could get myself lost. Numb out. Not yeah. deal with the pain of everything. I, I'm self-medicating. I'm numbing. Yes. And maybe this, this crisis stress will go away. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can, you know, just drink enough that one day I'll wake up from a hangover and it's all gone, which I think a lot of people might feel that way right now. Yeah. If I do numb, enough numbing, one day I'll wake up and it will be all over. And it won't be. We really right now, so, so this is what happened. When I stopped drinking, I started to hear voices. I started to connect to like, okay, well, yoga, maybe it's yoga. And it really was a process, but very quickly. So again, I created success and it poofed because it wasn't done according to what my higher self wanted me to do. So I learned it three times that way. I didn't go back to drinking, but I lost everything <laughs> I created. Okay? And finally, I got the message. Finally, I knew that the only certainty that I have in this life is my connection to my purpose. So, so it was a journey of learning along the way that everything I create can be gone. That part of me never will be. That part of me I can always count on. I can always, yeah, I can always ask a question. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, I know a lot of times we'll look back on this and go, oh, I went down this wrong road, or I went down this dead end, or I took this detour. But the truth of the matter is they're all purposeful because we bring something away from every one of these experiences that is critical to what we ultimately are here to create in the end. And frequently I find for myself, clients, other people that I've interviewed here, Mm -hmm. what your purpose ends up being looks nothing at all like what you think it ought to be, right? Because sole purpose, right? I should be here for, you know, world peace or bringing people into their highest selves or whatever it is. But maybe the reason you're here is to help entrepreneurs get their stuff out into the world, which is what yeah. one of my clients recently discovered. That's her sole purpose. Yeah. She, yeah. She's not the one to be delivering the programs. She's the one to help people deliver the programs. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. her sole purpose. And it's a beautiful, yeah. amazing journey of service to be on. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what we think in our minds yeah. it ought to be, right? No. I mean, if you took me back 20 years ago, I would never, I would never ever tell you. And you said, hey, one day you'll be using this map in people's hands to help them confirm because people know, we all know I'm not 
like even though I say discover in my in my bio, we always deep down inside know it's like how many lies have been have have we covered it up with is the question. That's right? exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. And I find that my soul whispers. It yeah. doesn't sh- shout. It's just like mm-hmm. that's not it. Yeah. That is it. You yeah. need to do something else. And it's easy to disregard that. Yes. It's easy to brush that aside. But then yeah. when somebody comes with like a soul contract or a, a palm reading and says, yeah. you are here to be a teacher of this and a, a whatever of that, mm-hmm. you recognize it. It's like, yes, my soul has been whispering this to me for decades yeah. <laughs> and I needed someone to, to shine a light on it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's what happens nine out of 10 times. Somebody, when I tell somebody, this is what you came here for and they're like, wow, when I was 11, I had this clear vision of blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That yeah. was not just childhood foolishness, right? Right. Yes. Or a little five-year-old girl who was carrying a briefcase and her business, her, her purpose, part of her purpose is to be um, a, a, why, a wisdom um, carrier in a business world. Yeah. She, and she's like, oh my God, I used to carry a briefcase when I was a little, little girl. Because she yeah, was preparing to step yes. into that role. Yes. Yes, her soul already knew. And I think at a time right now where we are being stripped away from everything, because we really are. We, I mean, it's, I, don't, I know we want to invite people into the conversation, but. Well, but here's your opportunity to start fresh, right? Yes. Because think about it. I, I do a lot of like construction analogies because I'm one of these people who likes to build shit. Okay. Yeah. And. If you want to do something radically different on a piece of property, you don't just add on to the structure that's there. You take that sucker down to the foundations and below, and you start clean, right? Yes. Because you need a bigger foundation to support a larger or very differently shaped structure than what was there before. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love this analogy. It's so great. And that is what COVID is doing to people's lives to their communities, to the governments involved. This is an opportunity to start something fresh, to go in a radically different direction. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not going to say that you should just wake up and embrace this, right? Because there's a process that goes with releasing Mm -hmm. the old. There's some grieving that goes on. There are some emotions you probably need to sit with and Mm -hmm. work through. But it helps to know that there is this bigger, new, fresh, amazing possibility that comes in the wake of all this. Yes. Oh, I love this. Yeah, this such a such a great analogy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I used to be in real estate and build houses, so it's like, it's very... Oh, so yeah, uh, you relate to that one. <laughs> very much so. And yeah, I, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, yeah, so... It, it, we can right now either stay either stay focused on all the restrictions that we are being put under and all the things that are in you know being stripped away i think it's great that you brought it up mourning in grief really important i went, i mean i'm sure you went through yours i've gone through mine yeah. right like i had a certain vision of my life should look like and it was never going to and i had to mourn that but i and i didn't know at a time of course i can only so so I, I am in a position to share this wisdom because nobody told me it will feel like there is no tomorrow. Like yes. there is nothing to, to, there is nothing to, to like ground to 
right? Right, because you've you've leveled the ground. The foundation's gone. <laughs> yes, yes. All of a sudden, there is this blank slate, nothing. And that's when we get to bravely and bodaciously <laughs> say, great, what do I get to build? Now, now, now where, where do you advise people look mm-hmm. for the breadcrumbs to start rebuilding with? Because I, each of us have hints in our lives, in our pasts, mm-hmm. in our personalities, and in our preferences. 100%. So before I had my hand on us as a tool, I already knew that I was a leader. Because when I was in school, I was always looked up to by, my, by kids in my environment to always, I was the one with the answers, right? And it is part of my purpose. So there are, there will be breadcrumbs. And I would say, look at the places where you at some point knew your heart skipped a beat. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were shown something, somebody said something, and you right away withdrew. You right away discounted it you right away shrieked from it in the moment because it would threaten your current existence at a time, mm. right? It's such that those moments, and I, and I can guarantee, and especially if you have somebody around you to ask you questions and be a safe space where you can dig into your memories and maybe start writing down, yeah, when I was 13, I have a client right now at 17. She was exactly who she was. She, she was embodying her purpose and it for a brief period of time. And then her life started to collapse on her because the structures were not supporting that. And in that right. moment, she had a choice and she chose to give up her purpose. Exactly. And to right? just go with the societal flow. Yes, exactly. Every single one of us has those moments. Yeah, and some of them, us. you go very far back into your childhood. I, I, I'm so glad you brought this up because it shines a light on something that I have not incorporated into my work that I probably do. Because I remember being four and telling my parents that I needed a piano, mm-hmm. that I had to play the piano. And I nagged them. I nagged them and nagged them and nagged them into getting a piano. And I think I need to bring more music into my work. Wow, yes. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're very welcome. So we're getting down to the, to the end of things here. Mm-hmm. What are your last few words of advice for somebody who's facing one of these blank slates? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're, they've decided they're going to go through the process. They're going to do their morning. They're going to do their envisioning. What, what, do you, what words of advice do you have for them? Focus on gratitude for whatever it is you are in. Be grateful. Find a way to be grateful. Find a silver lining. Because once you are grateful, you can start opening up to creativity. And so this is interesting that you said music, Sophia, Renea, because in my work, one of the most popular markings and purposes that I have encountered, and apparently statistically that's true, is creativity. And it's one thing that as a collective in our society, it has not been okay to embrace our creativity. And whether well, and we have a very limited definition of what creativity is. Bingo. There are so yes. many people out there who are like, oh, I'm not creative, but they come up with these wonderful alternative solutions to do X, Y, Z. It's like, that is fabulous creativity. creativity. Oh, yeah. but I can't paint or draw. That, that's okay. <laughs> creative shows up in a lot of different ways. Yes. It's and not right. just, can you paint or draw or sing? 
Right, not at all, and that was one of the. That was the, the, the narrow definition was was what was what was keeping me from my gifts because I am super creative, but I didn't grow up with an environment where I painted or played piano or anything like that. So what I'm inviting everybody to do is one: when you're in fear, your creativity is not present. But if you right, but if you allow yourself just for a moment to be grateful, to be grateful for what's going on because it is leading you to the higher purpose in your life and allow your creativity to open up and allow your creativity to be whatever it is, whether you doodle, whether you journal, whether you go outside in the garden and pull some weeds, that's expressive, that's creative expression, whether you build something, whether you start writing ideas that have been pouring but were never safe to come out, whatever it is, creativity is it's what's going to be the tool we use to, to, the next, to move to the next step. So be grateful. Let your creativity flow out of you. I love that. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for those words of wisdom. And on that note, actually, I want to put out there that I have started a site called COVID, Calming, COVID Crisis Calming Center. Mm-hmm. COVID Crisis Calming dot center. And what it is, is a place to go get the tools to help you move into that space of peace and openness and resourcefulness. Because right now, we do have good cause to be concerned in this world, Mm -hmm. but we do not have to live in fear and panic. And if right now your body is in that fight or flight mode, you're feeling anxious and panicked and all of that kind of thing, you can intercede in that process. And there are ways to move through and release the fear and the panic and the anxiety. And so I'm putting all of that together in COVID crisis calming dot center. You can go get these tools. They are free. If you don't have financial resources, you can completely get everything that you need there for free. If you do have financial resources, I would ask you to make a donation to help me support the effort of getting this out there. Um, Thank you so much for being with us today, Anna. Thank you. To everyone out there who's joined us, thank you so much for coming and being part of this. I wish you peace and health and blessings. And until we see you next, instead of go out and live soul first, I'm going to say stay home and live soul first. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 